The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. to the Keeping It Beauty Show. I am your host, Akila T. Thompson, alongside my beautiful co-host, Miss Monique Cannon. To all of our loyal listeners, thank you so much for continuing to tune into our show. We appreciate you. This is me kissing you through the airways. If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. You can listen to our archive shows on our website, keepingitbeauty.com, and you can now find us by going to iheartready.com and search the keeping it beauty show so on our show we aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams to elevate your love which you're really going to get to tonight in your life so before we get into our topic for tonight which is loving like a goddess <laughs> I want to catch up with, with, with Monique. So, how are you doing, girl? I'm doing all right. I mean, how you doing, though? Because you, you got a lot going on right now. I see, <laughs> you know, creating some hype of your own while the rest of us are sitting back talking about the lottery. you like, you know what? I'm about to just make my own little lottery here. So I think I think uh, you go, girl moment is, is warranted here. So, tell I mean... Tell me about, forget about what I got going on right now. Tell me about this, what's great about you video that you posted and it's got all these likes and views and shares and all of this fun stuff on subways and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's so crazy that, you know, yesterday I was with a group of wonderful people who are a stand for transformation and we were like, okay, we're going to go in the subway and we're going to celebrate ourselves. So in doing it, and that's something that we don't do enough in being in a space in which we can really celebrate our accomplishments and just see the wonderful things about ourselves and in doing that like it was so liberating for us that I got moved to just want to share that experience with others that were around us because you know in our IEB events we do we have like our you go girl segments where we get people to like share you know what's great about them or something that significant to them that they're excited about so it was just beautiful to like be able to to share that and as you can see from watching the video people really got with it so if you're listening and you haven't seen the video you can find it by going to either one of my Facebook pages, I have a, a friend page, which is Akila T. Thompson, Fam Friends, or you can go to my fan page, Akila T. Thompson. And it's kind of crazy. Like, I I haven't even posted 24 hours ago, and it already has, like, 3,000 views. So, yeah. let's make it go viral. I'm trying to beat <laughs> <one> Ellen. 
did you see the girl who was on the subway in New York and she just started asking people stuff like yeah I could I could dig it I could see it I could see it and, <laughs> and then like it's infectious that like today I'm literally just coming back from Penn Station so today I took a couple of my interns and one of my friends who wanted to volunteer and we took our mirror that the beautiful Monique wrote <laughs> empowering words on this huge mirror that we use at our events and I took it out there and we had women and girls and even men taking pictures taking selfies just giving out free compliments letting people know that they were beautiful and it was just like an awesome experience just really engaging with people and just making people feel good spreading joy so I hope that those that have seen the video it inspires you and that you can just be a space of joy and love for other people but I, mean, so, I think people need to get into that because, you know, we do these events all the time. You know, we have these shows all the time and we talk about this. We talk about how we don't admire ourselves. I mean, we don't we don't get into a space where we actually take time, number one, to strip ourselves of the titles and to actually say who we are. But then number two, we don't take time to say, I am pretty doggone awesome. You know, and this is what I bring. And that's really what the video, I was smiling the whole time. Of course, we don't have subways here. So it would be kind of hard to do something like that because the buses don't even run that off here. <laughs> but, um, you, go anywhere, you know, just going anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, just reminding people that they are amazing just the way they are. They are enough. You know, I went to a vision board party on Saturday um, and, and actually it was one of um, the the guests that we've had on the show, Stacey Flowers, oh. and it was really really nice. But just watching these women just start to go there, go to that space, and it was it was terrifying for some, you know. And we work in this space all the time, so yeah. we're challenging each other to go there all the time. But I really hope that our listeners get something out of it. They go and they check out the video, and you know that's that's what tonight is all about too. It's just about manifesting that love and that passion. And it starts with you. I mean, it's not okay. about who you're with. It's not about your partner. It's not about the people around you. It's about owning up and saying, I am great. I am fantastic. I am awesome. I'm amazing. And, you know, just our I am declarations that we make all the time. But so many people don't get to hear us all the time. So many people don't get to experience this all the time. And so I think tonight's going to be a really good show like always of course um but just learning to love again falling in love i mean we know valentine's day is coming but let's really start to fall in love with ourselves again amen i should raise you an offering give it to me now bring it on now bring it on now so tonight's show is all about manifesting your love like a goddess so, last night we had the amazing Angelisa, which I'm so excited to tell you about this later. We have an event February 3rd. Yes, it's going down. And we're excited to bring Raquel Botello on the show to continue our conversation about love and maybe even take it to another level. Raquel is a New York City-based relationship expert dedicated to helping couples reignite the fire in their relationships with passion and love. She offers a variety of services and provides helpful tools to relieve stress, reduce relationship tension, manage past hurt or resentment, and help couples reach an overall sense of well-being. 
Lord knows I sound like I need her services. <laughs> Tonight, she will combine her 20 years of experience in using healthy sexual energy, 17 years of experience in erotic sensual enhancement, growth and development, studies in the sociology of family and marriage at the University of Massachusetts, and ontology and communications to help couples rekindle the flame and live pleasant, fulfilling lives. So before I... Say welcome. If y'all got your kids anywhere near you listening, you might want to put them to bed because what I know of Raquel, this could get real serious. Maybe PG-13 tonight. So, welcome to the show, Raquel, a.k.a. The Love Goddess. Hello. Hi, who are you? Thank you for the introduction. Welcome, Raquel. And and did I say your name correctly? Did I say your your last name correctly? Uh, Yeah, Patello. Okay, I got it. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. So, girl, what's going on? How's the new year been treating you? Wow. (laughs) It's been phenomenal. Oh, my God, where are all of you? Considering you just come back from, like, around the world on, like, a retreat. Where were you? I was in Hawaii for a goddess retreat. Uh, it was Goddess on the Go, created by Leora Edward. So she does these goddess self-love, and that's how I um, really fell in love with myself. It's because of her. Uh, and then I went on another retreat with uh, my girl, Melaine, and I went to Bali for uh, a rejuvenation and chakra and Reiki and Tantra retreat. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Speaks of self love. Yes. <laughs> right. So she's going to have to break some of that stuff down because you know some of us don't know. Uh, or some people listening might not know what all of that is you're just talking about. Because tantric is actually a new term for me, which I still don't really know what it is, but we're going to get to that later. We're not going to jump into that right now. So, so Raquel, just to give our listeners just a, an idea of just. The love goddess. Like, how did you go from becoming Raquel Botello to now being known as the the love goddess? Just give us a little short insight into, like, your journey of, like, you know, kind of where you're from and kind of how you came to this moment of realizing that, you know, you your passion was just helping people um, be in this space of love and romance and intimacy. Okay, great. Um, so I was born in Fall River, Massachusetts, and I grew up there. Um, and I've been in relationships from age 15 to 34. I've really never been single. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I was a nanny and a preschool teacher, and I also worked in the erotic industry. So I seen, um, and also I have this gift of getting people's secrets out. <laughs> <laughs> And and I also have this gift that, you know, it's like, I will get your dirty laundry out because I'm so open and authentic and people feel comfortable with me telling me their true feelings. Okay. Um, So then I was also in a network marketing company, which is all about building relationships. And then after um, my last breakup, which was two years ago, um, it, it was really devastating to me because um, I it was like the romance of my life. Um, and then I realized it was lack of self-love that I had. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
and then I also was working with couples, uh, but it was more of doing uh, erotic work. And then I realized that there was a communication and a core love feeling that was absent because a lot of people felt that like, oh yeah, you know, hey, let's spark up the, the marriage, let's spark up the relationship. And the first thing they go to is having a sensual or really a sexual experience and not focusing on the self-love, the core and the communication part of it. So that's how Raquel Romance Goddess got created. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So how important do you, do you feel that getting that self-love, you know, under control is important? And I guess, how did you really get to that point of, I guess, loving yourself and realizing how big of a role that plays in building, uh, like relationships, building intimacy and relationship and actually allowing yourself to kind of be vulnerable? Yeah. Um, that was a big thing for me because I was never really vulnerable also because the Webster dictionary says vulnerability is open to attack when mm -hmm. vulnerability means open to receive love. Yes. Yes. Say that again for the Vulner people that are listening. Cause we got a bunch of strong women who everyone seems to interpret vulnerability as being weak. So let's give them a, a, a definition that works. Vulnerability means being open to receive love. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's what vulnerability means. And I've, um, so what had happened is I really gave up uh, and I put my whole self in the relationship and I also put myself second. I didn't take care of myself. But what I mean by taking care of myself, like most mothers and, and, and most nurturers and supporters are, they do everything for everyone else and then their needs come last. So people say, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. And it's very important to feed your spirit first and take, you know, if you even have only three minutes a day in the morning is really grounding yourself and setting the intention of the day of how you want to be and how you want to react to things. Mm. And, uh, that was very, and I, and I didn't do that. And I had a very stressful time, 2013, um, with, uh, there was just a lot of things happening and I actually given up a lot of things until I went in the transformational journey of, you know, transformational work, taking care of yourself, loving yourself. But what I mean by loving yourself, like loving everything about yourself, your dark side, your mm -hmm. light side, your fun side, your raw side, even your ugly side. That's right. Mm -hmm. So in getting to that space of where you are able to accept like all of those sides, like all of the different colors that make up you and, and who you are, how would you say you use that to attract a mate that really speaks to like your language and compliments you mm -hmm. so in connecting like the falling in love with yourself and like how important is that and I guess how it's related and you know connected to or or how do we use that I guess what's the the process you know we kind of start by falling in love with ourselves and once we're at that comfortable place how do we what are the things that we kind of need to do to really attract a man that's going to speak um, 
uh, our language, our love language, and and compliment us in a way that will support kind of where we are with our with our esteem. Okay. Well, this uh like some fun online tests. Uh, I took a test uh, from Diane Jarrell, which she has um, like what's your love language, and then I realized because some some people some some people want love from attention, some people want love from gifts, some people want love from praise, some mm-hmm. people want love just by pure companionship. So what it is, it's really knowing what fills your love tank. And for me, personally, me, I need to have fun. Uh, and I need intimacy, but I'm not talking about intimacy, sex. I'm talking about one-to-one connection. Um, I think it's very important for me just to hug my lover and, you know, just have that heart to heart connection and really like inhale and exhale at the same time. That's very important to me. It's also very important to me to have constant communication with a loved one. Um, and then it's also very important for me. I, to be honest with you, like flowers. Yeah, I like, but I would rather go skiing. I would rather go bungee jumping. (laughs) Doing something adventurous. So I think it all depends on what you want to have. And the thing is, is what I decide to do is not wait for a loved one to do those things. So I buy myself flowers. I take myself out. I went around the world with myself and my girls and my goddesses. Mm -hmm. The way you want to be treated, you have to treat yourself that way. So that's so. If if you're someone who likes to go to lavish dinners, then go on a goddess date with a sister and take yourselves on that dinner. And when you start, when you hold that space, and you treat yourself that way, the universe is going to give you someone who's going to treat you the way you want to treat yourself or the way you're treating yourself. Also, the another thing that really helped me is clearing the space because I was very hung up about my ex-boyfriend or guys that I was talking to and it wasn't working out or so it's also it's clearing that space and that intention of letting that right mate to come in your space because if you're I mean and I'm guilty of this social stalking (laughs) like this guy that I'm infatuated for then that right mate not right uh, that mate that's aligned with you you're not clearing that space for him to come in because that space is taken up with some other guy or other woman who really doesn't, is not aligned with you. So, so let's go back a little bit because I like that whole idea of clearing this space and really kind of letting go of the attachment. But like, that's hard, like to be, to be pretty real and being relationships where you've been with someone for a long time and you've been vulnerable and which is why some women don't like being vulnerable because they've been in a space where they've said they've been open, they've been trusting, they've been honest, and then they've been hurt. So what are ways that you would say that would support women in really clearing that space? So I love what you said about like, you know, kind of putting yourself, um, you know, uh, basically in, in timeout and like kind of acting like that person doesn't exist anymore. So in like having no interaction with whoever that person is, but what are like other things that you think you can, you could possibly do to really clear that space to make room for new love and you know, new possibilities? Yeah, we're going to get her and we're always going to get her and her is just a measurement. 
you know, it's just, it's seeing, okay, um, it's really exploring where is the hurt coming from? Um, and it was the hurt intentional because a lot of times we feel hurt and we're not expressing our hurt and we're not healing the hurt mm. and it's going to happen and it's going to happen with someone new. It's just a natural thing. The thing uh, I, th I feel that the core issue is knowing, you know, expressing your feelings without blaming and clearing you know, really the upset and really finding out, you know, because a, a lot of, I can speak for myself. The reason I got hurt most of the time is because I wasn't expressing my needs and I was too vulnerable to express my needs because I was afraid that my needs weren't being met. And now as loving like a goddess, I'm going to express my needs. And if my needs are not being met, then I'm choosing to be with a partner who does not want to meet my needs. So what does mm -hmm. that say about you as a goddess? <laughs> it's like, you're not, you're not treating yourself very nice if you know you need something. And so if they, if they don't want to meet it, then, then, you know, that person is not aligned of who you want to be at that time. You know, so maybe it's time to meditate, clear, and make solid intentions of what you want to have. Mm -hmm. That's actually great that you mentioned meditation because in our, uh, we just did an event last week for women where we did vision boards that kind of set declarations for the new year. And one of the big things that a lot of women were declaring and was relationships was love and wanting that passion, passionate, sexy, you know, crazy, intimate relationship. And we started off with meditation and a meditation around really being able to let go to make space. And I think that's one thing that, um, when you're in this space of dealing with a breakup and trying to clear space is really important of get, being in the practice of, um, you know, mastering like mindfulness, really practicing mindfulness. And um, because where we are mentally is very important and will carry, you don't want to carry over any mental and emotional baggage from a previous situation into something new because it won't really make space for um, the, the kinds of possibilities that we want. No, exactly. Um, and, you know, heartbreaks are, and to be honest with you, with me, um, I'm someone that it, it took me a couple, it takes me a good three months to get over a heartbro a heartbreak. So also, <laughs> honor, also honor yourself for that heartbreak. Uh, like, you know, have support, have that. And then now, you know, it's, it's being complete that, Hey, it's, it's over. And then of course they always come back when you're over them. <laughs> <laughs> it always happens. I mean, I don't know how many times it's like, Oh, you called back. And it's like, now you have to have clear intentions. Okay. You know, the relationship, do you want to restart it fresh or do you want to mm -hmm. someone new? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so let's switch gears a little bit. And, and after making the clear, clearing the space for a new relationship, the new relationship shows up. And now we're in the relationship for, you know, now say 10, 20 years, Monique, probably this is a good time for Monique to jump in and kind of really be posing questions as she's been <laughs> married for a really, really long time. And I'm sure has had periods in which, you know, you had to work actively at like 
keeping the fire and sometimes the fire goes out the spark goes out and just wanting to ask you Raquel in your experience and kind of working with couples like what do you see happen like what are some of the reasons that the fire goes out they kind of lose that twinkle that they once had for their mate there's a lot of reasons I've never had a a a long-term relationship. I've never had a relationship that lasts over five years, but this is just the experience that I see and what couples tell me. And I have worked with many couples throughout since two, uh, February uh, of 2014. And here are the, the main reasons they have children and they Mm. don't, they don't set, they make the children the focal point of their relationship. Ding, ding, ding. No. <laughs> That's what people say. They really, they really let the children run the show in the house. Mm. And I also do custom family chart so that way everyone's getting attention. And here's the great thing that children in I'm going to say masculine. Uh, I'm not going to say men because we have masculine women and we have masculine men and feminine men and feminine women. With the masculine and children, and I've done this both, is if when to give children attention, you give them attention right away for a good 20 minutes, then they usually can self-entertain and educate them to self-entertain so they're not depending on you to always entertain them. Mm. And, And one thing I do recommend is when the masculine, energy or the provider, the protector comes home, whichever that's a woman or a man, give them their space for 15 minutes to decompress so that way they can give you that attention all night that you've been earning for all day. Mm. So I find that also. And then another thing is just the same mundane routine, doing the same thing over and over and over again and not like I, I, what I've done in my, with my couples is really doing a tune up and really sitting down and saying, okay, what makes you happy right now? And what are your passions? And we all, we're always changing. We're always evolving. You know, yes, yeah, last year I went skydiving twice. This year I want to go skiing. You know, <laughs> like we're always changing on yeah. um, what our passions are. And I think it's very important for you know, you can do it every quarter, you can do it every six months. Yeah, to so add some adventure. Yeah, I mean, it, the check in process is so critical. I mean, you change over the years. I mean, we've been together for 20 years together, 10 years married, and, um, we did have to do that. And I, I felt like we had to sometimes go back to our childhood. Like what was fun back then? You know, what was something that we did back then? Because the courting process, um, when you're kids, you're not overthinking things. You're kind of just going all out, you know? So it'd be like, okay, let's go do something fun. Let's go do something that neither one of us knows how to do so that we can have to depend on each other. We can laugh. We start memories, you know, recreate memories again and things like that. So you kind of have to, it's always a work, right? But you have to really think and be, like she said, intentional about exactly what it is that you're trying to go for. So the outcome, of course, is to build the spark back up, have some fun. Um, but, you know, just making sure that you're thinking about it in terms of both people have to be vulnerable sometimes. Because sometimes you have your guard up a little bit. So that's what I've seen anyway. Mm. 
I would like to add what you just said, overthinking. And um, one of the things that I like with Tantra or embodied work is that sometimes people are just in their head too much and not in their bodies and not feeling. And we're all going to have feelings and we're all going to have emotions. And really feeling your feelings and feeling your emotions and feel where it is in your body before reacting to that emotion. And I've been doing this for a good solid year, and it's helped me with being intuitive, and it's also helped me with, you know, the bedroom pleasures. And I also feel... We're so prude, but we're about to get, we're about to break out of that right now. But go ahead, girl. You might as well go ahead and tell us about this tantra now. I mean, we've brought it up a couple times, so let's go ahead and talk about it. (laughs) like googling like what is exactly tantra what is that yeah tell us what it is girl okay uh just um tantra is actually its own religion in the hindu um part of hindu but the tantra that when people think about tantra like what um oh what's his name um the guy from sting i forgot his name uh he does it that's more of the neo nava tantra so there's different parts of tantra there's also the light tantra that they only they only talk about being in the light and then that that's and there's the left hand tantra uh, actually there's a left and a right hand tantra in one's being in the light and in one's the sexual part there's also dark tantra being in the dark side so tantra can get very complicated but the Mm. reason yeah so so i always recommend going to and (laughs) Uh, Tatiana Delapenny is a great uh, tantrika in New York City who does embodiment work. Um, she's awesome. Um, and so, so specifically, because I'm still confused. So what? Exactly, uh, because I've heard it's like you pretty much are being tickled, but being tickled in your most tickly spot. Okay. <laughs> 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 With Tantra uh, and, and, and doing Tantra breath work, like breath of fire, raising your kundalini, that's really what it is. You want to raise your kundalini. I'm loving all this language that's going right. on. Kundalini, Tantra. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so raising your kundalini and being conscious and also feeling your feelings, whether you're frustrated, angry, happy, feeling your feelings, where it is in your body, and raising your kundalini and then very getting conscious and doing like kegel work <laughs> uh and doing a lot of breath work breath of fire and go back again i want you to i want you to have this conversation like you're talking to dummies that have no idea what you're talking about so go back to kegels <laughs> what exactly is that Kegels is when you squeeze your inside. The you can do vaginal kegels, or if you're a man, you can uh, squeeze your prostate area, or you can do anal kegels, and it's just working your internal muscles from your reproductive organs. So, what exactly do you do? Are you putting like so? What is it? You get like something to put up in there? No, no, no. Well, you can do that. You can do that if you want Again, to. I'm playing very dumb because I want because I just know that some of these things are new concepts for me. So I know some people have never heard of this stuff before. Okay, so. So we can do a quick meditation, like a tantric meditation. And what I like is you inhale 
And then you bring the breath, instead of down to your belly, you bring it all the way down to your vagina, okay? And oh. then squeeze it like you're going like you're going <laughs> to the bathroom. So squeeze it three times, and then exhale it. Ah. I wish we could see everybody doing this right now. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. So, okay, let's actually, like, really do this. So, okay, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to not laugh, and I'm going to be serious. Okay. So, okay so I'm going to listen and tell me. Okay. Uh, try to plant your feet on the ground so you're grounded as well. Mm-hmm. And you want to take a full yoga breath, but bring that yoga breath, pass down to your belly, into your vaginal walls. And when it gets there and you're filled your breath, squeeze your, um, your yoni, which is called vagina, three times lightly. And then Bring it up like a jellyfish, that breath, and exhale out. Ah. Do a nice ah. Yeah, you got to make me pee on myself. I think that's a good breathing technique for men and women to do together just to prep up for the bedroom pleasure before insertion happens. Um, there's just a lot of things that you can do oh, in that area. <laughs> <laughs> I love Raquel. Yeah. Please, I hope your kids are in bed already. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, so do so you... That's a tangible that? exercise that you could take away. Oh, yes. Yeah. Great. So I mean, so do you meditation? That's meditation. Okay. (laughs) So in breaking down, what exactly happens in tantric? Because, like, seriously, like, I don't know what the statistics are, but most women, and now we really gonna get rated R. Most women are not coming off of insertion. Okay. So, and most men think it's like the woman's fault because we're maybe perhaps not doing this vagina med- meditation that you just gave us you know <laughs> we don't maybe know our bodies and all these different things and some of that stuff might very well be true so to women that are listening and i'm sure you have women that come to you and are like hey i cannot get you know to the promised land from penetration like i have to be simulated you know in the i don't know if you got a fancy word for you know the taurus yeah <laughs> Yes, I guess it's just called the clitoris. We can say hood if you want to. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Whatever you want to call it. I know Chad is like dying listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. I mean, so, yeah. So, what, what kind of advice would you get to someone who's coming to you and saying like, hey, I'm like 35 years old. You know, I've, you know, had my share of, you know, mates and, you know, guys with great situations. They're working hard and like they're not getting anywhere. And the only way I can seem to get to that place is if the clitoris is, is stimulated. Yeah. Um, th- there's a difference between release Okay, and a lot of women have been dependent on their vibrators and quick. So there's a complete difference between releasing, which is like ejaculation, than a full body orgasm. And then also a lot of people think, oh, squirting. 
you know, <laughs> and oh, boy, we don't have to go back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's really having a full body orgasm, and you really don't need to have sexual intercourse having a full body orgasm. It's living an ecstatic life of being joy, of being love. And that and that can take some time. And this is why I really practice what my couples who do uh, packages and um, and work with me for over three months is we really want to get to the root of knowing your body, exploring your body, knowing your emotions, n- understanding your feelings, um, and then really being embodied of getting into your body, into your movements, but that's with everything, and it's also being sensual. But when when people think of sensual, they think like, "Oh, she's sexy." With the, sensual is knowing your senses, mm. and it it's very it's it's something elevated. It's getting to a higher vibration of really. There's a great book I recommend people reading, and it's finding God through sex. So it's really implementing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Finding <laughs> God. God. Like G O D. G O D. God. It's just going from here. So, so let's, let's back up really quick because I think that. You know, that was one of the things that I was going to ask you about was, you know, this this level of comfort that you have as one of the experts in the industry and, you know, practicing different tools and techniques and reading different books. I think that that's where a lot of people miss the mark, though, is having that level of comfort with their body and talking about it and being open with their mate about this. So what would you recommend? Is there somewhere to start? Because there, I, I don't know that everyone's going to just flock to you and say, yes, let's start this three-month program. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but what is the starting point to starting to get comfortable with your body, starting to you know, learn the anatomy again and, you know, reconnect to human growth and development once again, you know, what, what is that, what does that process look like from for a beginner? So what I do with my couples is really, um, I like doing, um, what I call a tantric sensual massage and really get into the pleasure points of a woman, which is really treating her like a goddess. And then I train the men how to touch her and vice versa. I'll train her how to touch him. So most of my work is body work, uh, and really touching. So what I do is it could be, you know, a two hand massage and it's really given a good massage, but really healing. And then this women, most women have different pleasure parts of their body before you even go into her yoni or, you know, her vagina or however we want to call it. Cause some guys want to like go right to the, you know, the bullet point and like, no, it's a whole journey with a woman. You just don't go right to like, let's get, let's get her done. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what oh, I, Lord it, Jesus. Yeah, so giving a woman a head massage is very important. And then she has so many sensations in her neck. A head massage? I, a head, uh, her, yeah, her cranial massage and her neck massage. I also, oh. with, uh, 
another woman's sensitive part is where her wrist is all the way to like touching mm. her arm. A lot of women just like eat, this could even happen during dinner with your children is touching, touching her in her, like around her wrist, like soft, tender touches. Um, also the arch of the foot, some women like that. And, mm. and then behind her knee. So there's a lot of pleasure points in your body that you didn't even know that was there. And it's, and it's not sexual at all. It's, it's intimacy. It's touching in a very healthy way that you can do this publicly. You know, also the clavicle bone, bone, it's like, you know, her neck and, and then soft kisses and not, and then that's another thing is not having expectations with the relationship and appreciating and being grateful and gratitude of what you already have. So, um, usually with couples, it's learning parts of your body before even get into the whole reproductive anatomy. It's, you know, getting those sensations going. Well, I think, though, you bring up a good point. I mean, these are all areas that I wouldn't say that people probably say, yeah, that's that's exactly where we start touching at. You know, (laughs) so, I mean, I I went to her wrist today to touch her. And, you know, I mean, it's just not where they go. I mean, we're going to, I mean, a man comes and plopping your butt, your breasts, you know, whatever. And really, they should be just (laughs) listening to Raquel and touching the clavicle bone. I mean, I will tell you, I will tell you one testimonial from a client of mine. Um, it was a male client and he was married for 15 years and he had three children and his children were like 15, 11 and six. And she was a stay at home mom. They were an affluent family. And he's like, she has everything. She doesn't work. She has the Mercedes. She has everything. I don't understand why she's not give not having sex with me at night. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? Mm. So like, well, I go to her, I grab her and I was like, honey, do you think that grabbing her at night is going to turn her on when she has to get up in the morning, get the kids to bed, uh, wake up the children, get them ready, feed them lunch, bring Come them- on now, Raquel. Come on now. Come on now with that word. So, yeah. so what I told him, I was like, you know what? Here's the three things that a married woman with children even if she's a stay-at-home mom, appreciates. It's calling her before going home to see if she needs anything, whether it's a carton of milk, if she needs anything. Going home and emptying out the dishwasher and emptying out the trash before she even asks. Uh, Doing little things. Taking the children away from her, like saying, go take that bath if you want to. I'll just take the kids. I'll go to the other room and I'll play with them so she can have some alone time. And then also touching her, like kissing her and not, and, and then letting her come to you because after a couple of weeks of attending to the needs that would help any woman with children and who has to provide for the home, just little things like putting the dishes away, taking the trash out, you know, helping her, calling her if she needs anything, appreciating her, uh, having gratitude is going to get her horny in two weeks if she's not getting any and you're touching her in certain (laughs) spots without expecting anything. See, now we got to pass the offering plate for Raquel. (laughs) We need to have some men listening tonight so that they know what to do. Right, right. But I also feel it's women telling them, calling their husbands and saying, and saying in, in, in a loving way, like, would you do me a favor and 
go get this before coming home. You know, it's like, it's, it's yeah. like, feel that women are expecting the husband to do things and, and, and men of They're most, not mind readers. No, no. <laughs> and then, listen, the challenge is already, men are, masculine men are challenge driven. The challenge is already over once they marry you. So now you got to challenge them and motivate them in a way that they want to be motivated. Mm. We learned about that last week. They're fixers. They need something to solve for. They have to do something. So. Yeah. I'm going to need Raquel to make a guest appearance at this event we're having on the third. <laughs> I got a feeling some stuff is going to come up. But we're running on like our last six minutes. And since the topic of the show was really uh, loving like a goddess, I just want to see if you just have some tips on, I mean, and just your wealth of information. So to be a goddess in this love world, to, you know, really have the the greatest level of intimacy in your relationship and, you know, just to, to build that passion, you know, what are just, if you could give us a few tips that you think um, you could give women to help them become that goddess in their relationship or in that future relationship that they're looking to attract. Um, I, I feel that to love like a goddess is to love from appreciation, um, to love yourself and honor yourself and take care of yourself and take, and I'm sorry, everyone has a good 20 to 30 minutes and find it. It's very important that those 20, 30 minutes is yourself, whether you can find it in the morning, at night, in the afternoon, if you have to split it 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, that's fine of maybe journaling your thoughts taking that bath that you want to take, you know, taking that walk or that yoga class, doing something for yourself. Mm, okay. Um, and, and then, and then also doing things and exploring and rediscover yourself. Cause it's things that I didn't know that I love to do after really loving myself and, and also loving yourself in no matter what way, whether you have that extra 10 to 30 pounds, if you have cellulite, if you have like honoring and loving your body for the body that you have and, and being grateful that, you know, you have life and, and going through the process of wherever you're going, whether you're depressed and anxious or happy and joyful or upset and just really sit in with those feelings and not be like, Oh, I have to change my mood. No, just honor yourself. Take a minute to just sit with it. And, and, you know, if you want to adjust, adjust, like I said, the only thing that we can do is how we want to be and how we want to react. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, honoring, like uh, honoring the feminine part of you. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, I think we just had a nice part two of the call, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, this show has been great. Um, You know, we thank you so much, Raquel, for coming on the show. If our listeners want to reach out to you and invest in their relationship, how would they get in touch with you? How do they find you? Oh, Raquel Romance Goddess. (laughs) Easy enough. Easy enough. RaquelRomanceGoddess.com. I'm actually very, very upset. Like, uh, Sean is actually coming to, to meet me before I go home. And I'm like so mad that I have to wait a few days before he's going to be able to hear the playback of this show. Because, uh... Yeah, like, um, yeah, 
you might have some clients. <laughs> uh, I have clear space for new clients. Yeah, like we, we might seriously need some clients. Um, but we work we working on a few things um, before we can get to that point of where we can come to you. We need to get a little bit of, of married first. But <laughs> but definitely, I, I know I want to have a spicy marriage and I want to have great intimacy and that it, it remains passionate. So I'm all for um, your services. So I hope women that are listening, it is well worth it. Um, if the fire is gone, there are, as you can hear from tonight, an abundance of ways. And Raquel is just such a wealth of information and so passionate about this work. So thank you so much. <laughs> girl, I remember a few years ago, we had we used to do girl parties once a year for New Year's Eve. And I'm giving y'all a lot of information, but we, we had a fellatio party. <laughs> yeah, girl. Because when I asked my friends, okay, what is something that we can come in and 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 teach? And they were just like, you know, well, fellatio is what uh, a lot of women clearly have no clue with doing. And if you want to keep a man happy and you want to keep the the passion and the love and and the intimacy, that's an area you might want to <laughs> to work on. So, and Raquel, do you do that as well? Like, uh, offer those kinds of classes? Um, what I do for women who um, get tired of fellatio is uh, teaching their husbands a lingam massage, which means penis massage, and using their hands as if it feels like fellatio, because some women do get tired of giving long fellatio. So that's something that I teach women what to do. Interesting, interesting. Lingo <laughs> <laughs> <Palinga> massage. <laughs> oh well, well, thank you so much, Raquel, for her coming. I certainly, like, really, really appreciate you. We definitely have to have you back, like, very, very soon. Would love to have you at the event that we have coming up February third. So, to our listeners, we'll be sharing that information on the Keeping It Beauty website as well as our IamBeautyInc.com website. But our February. Third event is titled I Am Love, in which we will be covering topics like speaking in your feminine, learning how to communicate effectively, commanding that masculine energy that you want in your life. Because February is coming up, Valentine's Day is coming up, and we want to help people get in beautiful, sexy relationships, but as well as really ignite the passion and the fire in the ones that they have. So I hope to see some of you. And Monique is going to take us home. Well, we just thank you guys for joining us on the show, for tuning in tonight. And as always, we want to know what challenges you have, who we, who you want to hear from on the show. Tell us, you know, sound off. Tell us what you love, um, the things that you'd like to change. Visit us on the keepingitbeauty.com website. Visit our Girl Talk session. Um, also, you can find out any of the happenings, the February 3rd event, other events that we have going on as well with I Am Beauty, all on that website. Our Facebook page is I Am Beauty, Inc. And again, thanks so much for joining us. Join us the next week. Same time, same place. Tell a friend. It may want to bring your boo back. Um, and remember, the best love is the kind that awakens the soul and makes us reach for more, that plants a fire in our hearts and brings peace to our minds. So have a great night. Thank you for listening and be beauty.